Touch it and you'll die. Politicians have been hearing that phrase for the last 50 years. Touch the third rail of politics, social security, and your political life ends quickly. There's a flip side to that argument. If we don't touch it, social security will die. Just look at the annual report from the Social Security and Medicare Boards of Trustees. They state that they will only be able to issue payments to retirees until 2034. That's just 11 years from now. It's going to feel like we're living on death row. The Wall Street Journal, in a recent op-ed, pointed out it may actually be worse than that. The inflation data used for the projections are lower than what we're experiencing today. The good news is that peak inflation is behind us. The CPI and PPI reports this week were both better than expected. But I think it's safe to say that getting down to 2% inflation, the Fed's target, that will be difficult at best. It's the law. Unless laws are changed, payments have to come from within the program. When it's gone, the only source of funding will be the Social Security portion of payroll taxes. I don't care which side of the political aisle you live on, this is the Mount Everest of political debates. We all need to touch that third rail. In fact, I want you to grab it with both hands. Welcome to The Money Runner. I'm David Nelson. There's not a lot that Trump and Biden agree on. But one thing they both have in common is a promise of no changes to Social Security on their watch. If you want to embrace that stance, that's a valid point of view. But the other side of that statement is you need to come up with a way to pay for it. And so far, I'm not hearing valid solutions. This is the ultimate kick the can down the road issue. But those with any vision at all can see this road is a dead end. If we don't start implementing some tough choices right now, in a few years, it's going to look like France, where citizens are riding in the streets over measures to reform the pension system. There are lots of solutions, but you have to remember, we're dealing with politicians. And the first rule of politics is to keep getting elected. And the easiest way to do that is to offer solutions that don't have to be paid for on your watch. Let's start with the obvious. Raise the age at which you can collect Social Security. Think about it. The Social Security Act was signed into law by FDR President Franklin Delano Roosevelt in 1935. It was revolutionary in concept, but in hindsight, what was it really going to cost the government? In 1935, life expectancy in the United States was 61.7 years. The age at which you could collect benefits? Wait for it. 65. Genius. So they introduced the benefit that by definition could only be available to those who live beyond the mean. Fast forward to today. If you were 65 in 2020, you could expect to live to well over 80. In fact, 84, according to the Social Security table, which was used in their 2023 report to trustees. Since then, life expectancy has been falling. In fact, falling hard. It had been rising steadily for decades, and why not? 
considering the advances in medicine. COVID was, of course, one obvious reason, but drug overdose has become so prevalent in the United States, it is actually moving the needle on mortality. If you were born today, you can only expect to live 77 years. Maybe, maybe that's what politicians are counting on. All we need is a pandemic every five years and increase the availability of life-threatening drugs and your social security problem is solved. Number two, raise the cap on FICA taxes is one idea that few politicians want to discuss. Currently, the government doesn't collect taxes for Social Security on wages above $160,200. CNN op-ed calculated that if we increased the cap to capture 90% of total earnings, we would generate an additional $670 billion over the next decade. The left loves higher taxes, so I'm surprised they're not going all in on that idea. Number three, reduce benefits for high earners. That's another option that surprisingly has some bipartisan support. And finally, number four, increase legal immigration. The operative term here is legal. We want a merit-based system that attracts the best talent in the world. By increasing the available pool of workers, by definition, you will be increasing payroll taxes and funds that would support Social Security. The point is, that all of the above points to a massive problem that too many politicians don't want to talk about, and the few that do, nobody wants to listen to. It's not like we haven't altered this program in the past. There have been 11 major changes since the program was introduced in 1935. A hike in the age requirement under Reagan, several tax changes, and of course, cost of living adjustments. They were all needed to keep the program effective and from running itself into the ground. Whatever solution or combination thereof, they are going to have to be phased in over time. Each year that goes by is going to make the job that much more difficult. All in, I'm only asking elected officials to have the conversation and start drafting some solutions that can actually move the needle. You think France can't happen here? Think again. When someone who's been working and paying taxes for 45 years hits retirement age and wants his or her payout, and as some statisticians have projected, the checks are 23% less than advertised, trust me, we're all going to need protection. Thanks for joining. I'm David Nelson.